0: Down by the canyon I met a man who lost his way He said I'm so The son of a saver Who never showed me his face But daddy's gone And my mama met a maker Oh, to hell with that place Oh, you need your Yes home Oh, I love you me some hope, yeah. oh, I need me some
1: if you know Johnny Swim, you already know why we're talking about him today. If you don't know Johnny Swim, they just might be the best band that you're not listening to. On top of that, we got Marty Pablo on the show today, so stick around.
0: Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I
1: Welcome to Pop Culture Catechism, conversations about music, movies, and the longings of the
0: human heart. Let's get started.
1: Have you ever been in love? Like, really in love? Like, break your heart, ring the bells, devastate your life? Love? Yes? No? Maybe? If you haven't, are you really sure you want to? If you have, would you ever want to do it again? What makes for really powerful passionate, beautiful, loving relationship. What does love so often seem to just cut to our heart and hurt so much, even good relationships? Can it come back from that pain? Can it come back from that heartbreak? Can our love survive it? What about the pain and the hurt and abuse that I can face from those around me? Maybe those that love me. Maybe those I've just met a few times. Today, we're talking about all that and more through the music of Power Couple and folk R&B duo Johnny Swim. Our guest today, I think you're really going to be excited to listen to what she has to say. Her name is Mari Pablo. She's one of the most sought-after speakers in the United States and across the world. She travels internationally uh, and speaks about the faith, and she's the host of a new show, a new podcast called the Reach More Podcast. If you don't know who I am, I am Mike Tenney, Catholic speaker and worship leader out of Washington, D.C. I spent over a decade teaching Catholic high school theology and also trying to make a big as a rock star. Now I'm blessed to speak and lead music for thousands of people each year at events all over the place and through this show, Pop Culture Catechism. This is Pop Culture Catechism, the gospel according to pop music and movies where we look for God's love in the media that you're plugged into. So then when we unplug, we can go live the gospel in the real world and know God's love and live God's love. That's our goal by the end of this episode. Not only will you have a greater appreciation for the music of Johnny Swim, but you'll also have some ideas for how to know God's love and live God's love better today. If you're wondering why I'm at the beach, it's because I forgot to record an intro for this episode. And our producer Ethan reminded me. So you get a little mashed up episode today. I want to give a special thank you to everyone who watches the show, but especially our patrons who support the show through popculturecatechism.com and the Apostle app. I want to welcome to Pop Culture Catechism, Mari Pablo. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Mike. It's good to be here. It's good to be here as well. I've been wanting to have you on the show for a while. I know I've had a couple of your, a couple of your buddies on and uh, yeah. they've recommended you highly and I've seen you talk at a couple of different awesome. conferences and stuff. So I've been wanting to have you on. Uh, tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do?
2: Yeah, so my name is Mari Pablo. I'm coming to you from Miami, Florida. This is where I grew up. My family is Dominican and Arabic. I was just telling Mike my family is from Bethlehem, which I think is super cool to mention. That is super um, cool. And I just got back from the Holy Land like two months ago. So wow. first time going back to where my family is from, which is pretty epic. And you know Jesus, he's a cool guy. Yeah. And uh, grew up Catholic Um, and had like a deeper reversion in college. My family, my parents grew up in a charismatic organization that my parents were a part of. Um, And then in college, serving at a life team camp, my life totally changed. I had a massive reversion, changed my whole life around, and ended up going to Franciscan, studied theology and psychology. And then I was a youth minister for a few years in New Orleans, but I wanted to be with the kids, and the kids were not in The church all day because they were in school all day Mm -hmm. so i i decided to stalk them and follow them to the school that sounds really creepy but you know what i mean i I became a a teacher and i taught morality and sacraments for eight years at my old high school i was a campus minister in miami which i absolutely loved Mm -hmm. and then speaking kind of picked up and felt the lord calling me other places and so switched recently so now i work for a company called evangelical catholic i'm a consultant for them um and i travel speaking mostly And God has me doing crazy things that I never thought possible. But he's awesome. And he's really cool. And I just got back from Japan, which is so weird to say. So I work with the r of Military Services. And they wanted me to go speak at the naval base in Yokosuka, Japan. So that was wild. I'm still processing that. Um, I have such a high respect for people in the military, much more Mm. now that I've actually like been on base and kind of seen it so went to japan and then i went to a vacation with my best friend for 10 days in hawaii and just Mm -hmm. got back from that like four days ago so yeah
1: chica who was on our show a few months ago we talked about some some good songs so yeah yeah Um, yeah so uh, your your story and my story are very similar i was a catholic high school theology teacher taught morality and sacraments and now best thing to teach now i'm a speaker i was a campus minister yeah so very similar stories but you and i've never actually met in person although i've i've seen you uh speak were you were you at NCYC this year and last year
2: I was there last year. Okay.
1: And, and I'll, I'll be hosting you. this year. That's right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I don't know if I'm going back this year, but I've been there the last two years oh. doing music for one of the mega sessions. So hopefully they bring that's me back. We'll see. So that's awesome. Uh-huh. That's
2: awesome. Hope but uh,
1: I'm sure we'll run into each other in real life at some point. All right. So yes. I wanted to have you on, and I gave you a few options to talk about. And you wanted to talk about a somewhat lesser known band who I've been a little bit aware of for a while. Their name is Johnny Swim. Slightly obsessed with them. I know, I know a handful of their songs. And then you said mm-hmm. you wanted to do them. And I was like, all right, let's, I've been, wanting to dive into Johnny swim for a while. And I know they had done yeah. some stuff with chip and Joanna Gaines on the Magnolia yeah. network. And they had like a TV show and then like wrote a book and, um, I'd mm-hmm. watched, um, they did like a live stream concert during COVID that I watched from like their backyard. That was like super cool. Yeah. And they were like bouncing They're their so babies cool. on their lap. And it's, it's a, a yes. husband wife. Um, Team. they're just so, like
2: the coolest people
1: yeah they are i don't so, even know
2: them but i think they're so cool
1: <laughs> so listeners if you don't know who johnny swim are they started way back in 2008 but now they've got four albums diamonds in 2014 Georgia pond in 2016 moonlight in 2019 johnny swim in 2022 they also have a live album in 2016 and a christmas album so and, and it's, they have a show Yeah, you know, and they have a show do you know the name of the show off the top of your head
2: I think it's just Johnny swim. There's two extra shows. One is on the road and one is in their daily life.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And so the two people are, it's it's Abner and Amanda and Amanda is actually the daughter of Donna summer from who's like, you know, an old, old singer from like the seventies and she's a rock star. Yeah, she is a rock star. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, I've been wanting to dive into their music. They're, they're, they're Christians, but they don't r- write like worship music. They write just yep. music music from the heart, but you can tell that their music is like infused with spiritual themes and mm-hmm. that you can tell they have a deep faith. So I'm really excited to dive into them. And listeners, if you're not familiar with them, I encourage kind of you. Up? They're a good band to get into. They're super so talented. Um, so let's just talk about what do we love about them musically? Why why, why are they so great? Mahdi.
2: Yeah, so I first found out about them a friend of mine um I was at his house and he was like, "Oh yeah, this the Song Home, which is one of their moan, most known songs, mm-hmm. was playing and I was like, "Man, I really like the like sound of this. It's kind of folky, but not I don't do country. I just can't do it. But this is like not country, but it's chill, but and then I was listening to songs like, "Oh man, I really like it." And then I was getting my masters done and I have an issue with I want music in the background, but I can't know the songs because if I know the songs and I'm singing it and I'm yep. distracted. I'm the same way. So I, And I can't do classical because then it's too chill and then I fall asleep. So I wanted something that was just the right balance for me. And so I deep dove into Johnny Swim and literally would write all my papers, all my stuff with Johnny Swim in the background. And That's then it. slowly I started loving all their music. And then I started finding out, I was like, who? are these people? And then I started you know, stalking them like usual and found out that she's the daughter of Donna Summers. And I was freaking out about that. Then I found out that he's Cuban. So I live in Miami. Most of my friends are Cuban. Pretty much a lot of Cubans moved here. So mm-hmm. um, found out about his life and how his family kind of came over with all the stuff of the communism and them starting. And they started in Florida a, little, a couple of hours north from here. And kind of learning about his family was super interesting. Then I found out, I don't know if you know this, her uncle is a
1: CFR priest. Oh, wow. I did not know that.
2: Yeah. So then I started, I have friends that are CFRs. And mm. then they would tell me like, yeah, when they do concerts here, they just give the CFRs a bunch of tickets oh, to go to amazing. the concerts for free. And uh-huh. like, and Donna Summer would go to mass with them at the CFR. Like, oh, that's like, so cool. And I was like, wait. What is happening, right? So then I started diving even more. And then they come out with the show, which mm-hmm. I started looking at. And I love that they're so simple. They're not complicated. They're just two people that love each other, have mm-hmm. a family. In some of the songs, you hear the kids playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And there's some of those tracks for just them talking to their children. And I'm just like, this is awesome. And the lyrics... They come up with their own music, they come up with their own style, they write their own things, and it's really their life. Mm-hmm. And the thing that they've learned on this, these tracks and the, the voices and when they sing together, I think you could see the beauty of marriage in such a beautiful way, in the ways that they perform, in the ways that they sing, but also in their daily lives. And they're just so open to kind of let you in to see the good and the challenging and that's evident in their lyrics as well. Yeah. So, the,
1: the way they harmonize and they're like, oh, switch who's singing melody. And then you know, so the, the, the first verse will, you know, he'll sing down the octave and she'll sing up the octave and they'll harmonize and go back and forth. It's, it's really, really neat. They, I don't his, even he, know all the terms, but it's, yeah. it
2: sounds so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: it's very oh. much a mashup of soul and folk. It reminds me a lot of Amos Lee. I don't know if you've ever listened to him, um, but yeah. it's, he's got a very similar voice to Abner and Don, um, amanda donna donna summer's mm-hmm. daughter she's mm-hmm. just got this beautiful soulful voice there's like either one of them could be a, a successful artist on their own but Absolutely. the fact they do it together and mm-hmm. i love that like their stage presence like whenever one of them's singing the other one isn't looking at the other one just yeah. like you're the awesome most beautiful <laughs> sexy thing ever you know it's just it, you can feel just this yeah, awesome they, stage chemistry between yeah. them this yeah. emit like love and passion it's it's super cool um that's, awesome. that's i didn't know her uncle was a cfr priest i i, yeah. I rock a franciscan tau uh because i'm very close to the, the, the capuchins so my yeah. spiritual director the priest that married us was a capuchin by the way That's... uh for those of you who don't speak catholic ease cfr is the capuchin oh, franciscan friars of the, of the renewal they're a group in new york and they're they're just awesome priests they're, and they're uh, so legit yeah I they're, don't even... they're super cool so yeah
2: okay.
1: i highly recommend all right well let's dive into some of their songs so i want to talk first of all about this song diamonds
0: all your curses will surrender Every demon world will kneel They're just mountains, mountains About to turn in fields We're the fire from the sun We're the light when the day is done We are the brave, we're the chosen ones We're the diamonds, diamonds rising about the dust oh rising about the dust oh rising about the dust yeah
1: all right so what what do you love about this song we can read some of the like what are the what are the key lyrics that just kind of hit you
2: the whole thing. I mean, it just just look at the opening line. In the wake of every heartache, in the depth of every fear, there are diamonds waiting to break out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what? Like, ah. Uh, and then you continue the next line. Like, don't you think I hear the whispers, those subtle lies, those, e- those angry pleas, they're just demons. Demons wishing they were free like me. And it's like, this is what I love about their music. It has Christian tone. Mm-hmm. Has Christian themes, it's just not super in your face, right? Yeah, it's
1: like Christians making music, not like this is music just for Christians, or it's exactly it's, it's not it's not music for worship where people are singing in church. It's exactly just, it's like you know it's very much like Bob Dylan or you too. It's just mm-hmm. their their natural spirituality is is organically infused into their lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, I love yeah. that image of diamonds breaking out because what are mm-hmm. diamonds? They're these precious stones, but they're mm-hmm. wrapped in dirt, you know, in a mm-hmm. rock, and mm-hmm. um, that can be like. Mm-hmm. The human person that can be like our hearts as we have this beauty within us but because of sin and the darkness of the world we're like wrapped over with all this dirt and yuckiness Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. god can break us free and we we have Mm -hmm. this inner core of goodness Mm -hmm. because we're made in his image and and likeness
2: and that's the main theme of the whole song is like we are diamonds like the part that says later like we are rising out of about the dust like Mm -hmm. where it talks about the value and the dignity of humans and that we are the high, right? We're the highest form of creation and the value that we have. Um, and it's kept keeps saying over and over, like, we're the diamonds. But for me, I have like a, I love talking about um, recognizing the lies and recognizing the fears that mm. are put into our lives. And um, I've done multiple talks on this, just like with the moment that I realized, and I knew this tangibly, but growing up. Spiritual warfare was always something that I was, like, really attracted to. My household at Franciscan was all about spiritual warfare. Um, And so just, like, taking the time to recognize, well, what are the lies that I'm believing about myself? And what are the things that, the you know, Satan or the world or sometimes our own family members, right, like, have told us in our past that are resounding in our minds that can block us from recognizing that we are the diamonds, right? Like, what Mm -hmm. are those things that are the dust that are... Um, kind of blinding us yeah. from seeing the beauty. And so I love that's why I love that line of the, the what are the subtle lies, right? Because yeah. the ones that are super obvious are super obvious. And yeah. so you mm. can kind of identify them. But the ones that are subtle, right? Like you're not good enough or you're never going to amount to anything or you're never going to find love, like those mm. little ones, those are the ones that really eat at you yeah. because. You think they're true and you don't recognize them as lies. And if you don't see them as lies, then you're going to believe it.
1: Yeah, and then Uh, you're
2: going to be stuck there.
1: One of my favorite books is uh, C.S. Lewis's The Screwtape Letters, and it's that's my
2: absolute favorite book. Yeah,
1: it's so good. It's just this this demon teaching this master demon teaching a novice demon how to tempt humans. And one of the like in the introduction to the book, it says there's kind of two mistakes humans make when it comes to like the demonic and spiritual warfare. Is Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. they obsess over it, where it's like like devil worship, you know, like they get so into it that it's like they're into the occult and stuff. But the other opposite that uh which is more common uh flaw or failure that that humans have is they just ignore it and they forget about mm-hmm. it and that's where the devil loves to work is in those subtle lies where you don't even notice he's working it's just like you think yep. you have this it in says your mind. that's the that's yeah. one of the
2: lines it's like, we are that's the goal they don't we don't never want them to know that we're at work
1: hmm yeah
2: like that's it so that's why that line kind of there's it's just one line but there's so much and then it says like they're just demons wishing they were free like me yes. oh mm. like Like that is that is powerful, right? Like that's the the thing. Like we're the ones of free will. We're the ones that um yeah, the Lord has created us in a way that nothing else is like us. So
1: we're the fire from the sun. We're the light when the day is done. We are the brave, we're the chosen ones, we're the diamonds rising up out the dust. I mean, come on. It's like a war cry. Like it's like So they have a tiny desk concert, uh, on NPR, which is really good. And this is the song they end with. And they talk about, they wrote this song kind of like, you know, screw you music, uh, music label, you know, (laughs) record companies like we're awesome and we don't need you. And then they said they played this at like a children's hospital where there were like kids who were sick with terminal illnesses. And they said Mm. by the end of the song, the song had become about something entirely different is it is kind of about this. Hu- very human struggle within ourselves. So all mm-hmm. the pain, all the suffering, all mm-hmm. the self doubt, and all those subtle lies that we go through.
0: Mm-hmm. That,
1: by the grace of God, we really can break free. And they said, singing this to all these sick children. He said, just like everyone was crying—the mm-hmm. people that work in there, and the nurses, and the kids—and they were. Crying. I think they said the the kids were actually kind of like wondering, like, why is everybody crying? <laughs> you know. <laughs> they said so. Every time they sing that song, it has a new meaning. Mm -hmm. Now that you know, again, they kind of wrote this as a nephew to the man, but now it's this real meditation and celebration Mm -hmm. of human dignity, even amidst Mm -hmm. the yuck and the muck and the dirt of this world. So, Mm
2: -hmm. and when I mean it, it all comes down. And I mean, I think sometimes, and I'm probably one of the first people that rolls their eyes at this, and I still do. But when people are like, "You're so valuable," and "You're you're great," and it's like, "Oh yeah, I get it." But Mm -hmm. like when you actually know what you're capable of, when you actually see that the struggles that you've been through are what make you even stronger like I mean it, it sounds so cheesy and I definitely have Kelly Clarkson playing in my head right now but it's this <laughs> thing of just like when you know your value when you know your worth when you choose not to settle I mean mm. you can do anything right like yeah. the diamonds are breaking you're ready to break free so there go. and that's another song in my head now sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right the second song I want to talk about is ring the bells and oh. this this one is a little bit a little bit spicy, a little bit challenging.
0: Ring the bells, this time I mean it. Bid the hatred fairly well. Give back the pieces of my Jesus. Take your counterfeit to hell. Bring the drums, this means war. Not the kind you're waiting for. We say mercy won't be rationed here. That's what we're fighting for. Ring the bells. Ring the bells. Ring the bells. Ring the bells.
1: All right, so oh, well, I, I have some thoughts about what this song is about and how it's relevant, but I kind of want to hear what you have to say first before I jump in with my thesis.
2: So I'm going to be honest. I so remember that I I listened to a lot of this music while I was writing papers. So yeah. I didn't start analyzing lyrics till after my master's because <laughs> I didn't want to know the lyrics. Like I just like needed the background music and that's yeah. it. Um, and I ring the bells is like. I was just like jamming out to it without actually analyzing it, and then I was watching the show, like their show, and they talked about "Ring the Bells" and where it came from, and it like completely opened my eyes, and I actually stopped to like look at the lyrics. Which so usually I always look at lyrics first, but because of the situation of why I started listening to them, I would start. It was like opposite, um, and then I sat down. So it is a cry for justice. And a cry for like, how can we make noise at the things that are going on in the world? They wrote it after one of the shootings that had occurred, mm. um, and in the midst of all the things with racism that was going on, and um, I think even them, I'm Hispanic, he's Hispanic, and then you know she comes from a black family. So just like seeing the, uh, there are so many times in my life that I've seen the world, and this happens pretty much any time I turn on the news because wow, the world is. Um, a lot you know (laughs) so um and there are times that i you know get upset and aggravated um and this song was created out of this place of like ring the bells like this time i mean it like bid the hatred fare thee well Mm. give back the pieces of my jesus take your counterfeit to hell like Mm. oh it's good (laughs) it's so good and it is a cry of if we are saying that we love and we're saying that we love Jesus, if we're saying that we're good people, like, what are we doing about it? And let's put it into action. Yes. Um, so it is, it is like such a cool, oh, it's like an anthem of what humanity should be doing.
1: Yeah. And really what, what the, the role of the church and what the church should be. Like there's, I, I see get, this yeah, kind of That, as, that as goes a later. Yeah. As like a calling out of the church in America, you know, ring the Mm -hmm. bells like that kind of makes you think of Mm -hmm. of church bells in a a steeple, but that give back the pieces of my Jesus. It's like in so much of American Christianity, there's, there's these pieces of the gospel. There's like the, you know, worship God, go to church on Sundays and like, absolutely Mm -hmm. go to church on Sundays, Mm -hmm. go to daily mass, you know, worship God, you know, prayer meditations, prayer rosary, pray every day. But there's. Another part of the gospel, which is this call for justice, not just you're going to get justice one day in the next life, like that's true too, but that there's justice to be worked for here, that the kingdom Mm -hmm. of God has come to earth. Jesus says Mm -hmm. in our father, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. He's not like, well, just hold on one day and you'll get justice later in heaven. Like we're supposed to live transformed heavenly lives here Already. And so there is kind of this counterfeit Jesus that's just kind of like, oh, just sit and pray. And one day it'll be all good. But no, we're supposed to be transformed and go out and and, and change the world. And I love this line. Bang the drums. This means war and not the kind you're waiting for. Because Mm -hmm. I I feel like... Mm -hmm there can also be a mistake of there's all this injustice going on. Like, and so we need to fight fire with fire. Mm -hmm. We need to react violently to this violence, but Jesus and the apostles and the saints throughout the years have shown us this other way of quote unquote, fighting the war. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Jesus Mm -hmm. could have thrown out the Romans, raised up an army, thrown lightning bolts, but what was his response to the Roman occupation was I'm going to be crucified, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what love really looks like, and that's what mm-hmm. the martyrs did, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I I think it's just call for the the church to to really radically live and love in this sacrificial, radical way that people have no choice but to look at and be like, oh, what have they got?
0: Mm-hmm. How are they
1: able to love their family so well? How are they able to love their enemies so well? How are they able to to sacrifice and for for the poor? How are, how are they able to step yeah. out of yep. their socioeconomic groups and their racial groups and, and really see one another as brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and live this mm-hmm. radical solidarity um so anyway that's what i see in this song
2: <laughs> and i mean they're very and they're very bold to to see that i mean this line and some people might go to be like whoa but it says move your feet you tiny people you've been hiding for so long behind your statues and your steeple does that hit too close to home uh-huh. uh, and then it yep. says oh i got faith to move a mountain and to watch that mountain move it's time for words to fall like thunder sound of justice is breaking through yes. and and here's the thing that's like oh i love our faith i love our church there's nothing there's no doubt about that Amen. um people of the church have messed up like the individuals right yeah. like the church, you you know, the Catholic church, especially when we look at our history has not done the best when it comes to racism, when it comes to different things. Right. Like to recognize that and it's by recognizing it and seeing it that we can walk forward. Right. And like live the, the, the church that Jesus himself founded, Mm -hmm. which was one of, of love and action of, of words that went along with our actions. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it is a very, it is a bold statement and it is a, a a a big song, but at the end of the day, it's talking about like not being in fear and and taking action, like you mentioned, not in this like war way, mm-hmm. but in the way that I address every single person that I encounter
1: mm.
2: and to be bold to address the things that need improvement, which yeah. we should be able to do, you know?
1: This, this, uh, the, each verse here, I feel like just hits a little it's, bit harder, but I love that line about hiding behind statues and steeples. Cause so often we think that being a good Christian is the religious observances and like the ritual of mm-hmm. it. And again, that's all that's like so important, but mm-hmm. je- a consistent theme of the gospel. If you read like almost anytime Jesus talks about like worship yeah. What he calls people to is not like stri- stricter observance of like mm-hmm. the technical rules. He calls mm-hmm. them to look interior. He says to the Pharisees, you're yep. like whitewashed tombs. You're all pretty on the outside, but inside you're this rotting corpse. Wash the inside of the cup, mm-hmm. not the outside mm-hmm. of the cup. Mm-hmm. And so so often when we get into discussions mm-hmm. on liturgy or what you're supposed to do with your hands during the our father or wh- whether the priest is facing one way or the other way and and again, not that those things aren't important and not that they can't have a real impact, but like What Jesus focused on when it came to worship and when it came to liturgy was what was happening inside of our hearts. And a lot of times, reverence and piety doesn't look like the person who on the surface technically does all the things, right? There's that parable Mm -hmm. about the two men went down to the temple and pray. And the one is the Pharisee and he does all his tithes and he does, you know, goes twice a week and does all his things. But the one who walks away justified is the tax collector, the sinner who beats his breast and says, Lord, have mercy on me, Mm -hmm. a sinner. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, a lot of times we hide behind our statues and our steeples, but holiness doesn't always look like that. And again, I'm not saying beautiful, beautiful, reverent liturgy isn't important. I'm not saying all these it things is. are important. Praise your, it pray is. your rosary, and but that's not, that, like, that's, that's not like the most important thing. It's pro- yeah. probably not even in the top five for Jesus. You know, <laughs> it's like, um, I well, don't, don't want to number it, but like, yeah. Go and
2: it's not just, I think sometimes you put your faith in a box And it's Mm. like faith is reserved for like when I'm there on Sunday and when I have my donuts and when I'm at the church and it's like, Mm -hmm. how are you living your faith when you're outside of it? Right. Because if we're talking about the laity, which is 99% of the church, just in case you're wondering, like when we go out, we need to be able to live out our faith when you're a nurse at a hospital and when you're a teacher and when you're the mailman and when you're like, whatever you're doing, we need to still be church. Yeah, (laughs) As the body of Christ, like we need to still be church in the ways that we treat every single person and the, the person that's like waiting on your table, how are you speaking to them and how are you treating them? And that's the part that it's like, we hide behind our statues. You know, we, we always joke around Hispanics. A, a lot of them are, we're culturally Catholic. because It's just mm-hmm. a part of our culture. Yeah. And a lot of people have Jesus and Mary all up in their houses, but <laughs> how are they living? Right? Like, yeah. what are mm-hmm. we doing about those things? And it's not just about, it's not just about wearing the rosary, which you know you shouldn't be doing, but like, it's not just about having the rosary in your car. It's about yeah. living it out in the ways that you do that. And that's, I don't know, this song is just, every time I sing it, I just feel very, it's like a, a call um, yeah. to to love and to take action in, in a new way.
1: I want to read this last verse. I was going to do this before and then I got I got carried away. It says, you call me boy instead of son which you know a, a lot of times that was that was kind of a, a racist way that people referred yeah. um, especially to to black men was going well. boy you know that, like that can, yeah. that was kind of a a way of making people seem lesser you it says yeah. you call me boy instead of son right because in the church we're all sons and daughters of god mm-hmm. you call mm-hmm. me boy instead of son and i ain't the only one who is in the throne room of a kingdom where i found that i belong so it's mm-hmm. like yeah in this kingdom of god we're 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 all welcome Mm -hmm. i ain't scared to Mm -hmm. face a fortress i have seen them fall before with broken bones you've built it but it crumbles board by board this idea that we we build these powers of structure sometimes by like stepping on people but ultimately that crumbles you know it's only Mm
0: -hmm.
1: only with the real virtue and love of god that we can really transform things so yeah all right anything else about ring the bells before we move on
2: i just i just love this song
1: yeah it's
2: so good, and it it is a collaboration. So they, I think, it's also cool that they did it with uh, Drew Holcomb. Oh and yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, like there's a line that's like raise your voices, and then the other people come in, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, like they literally raise their voices. It's yeah. just brilliant. I it mean, really brilliant. I don't speak music. You know what I mean? I can't mm-hmm. tell you all the technical terms but i know that it
1: sounds epic the end. yeah it does because yeah dynamics is what they call it like when the when it goes there it gets you big go and it gets small. Yeah, yeah yeah so that's that's what i'm here for i get to mu- nerd out about the music i appreciate you yeah no problem all right so you wanted to talk about this song devastating
0: i wanna love you till it's devastating until the dirt cries and my grave is waiting is it even worth it if there ain't heartbreak waiting? I want to love you till it's devastating. <sighs> Yeah.
1: All right. So tell us why you love this song.
2: Okay. So first of all, because people are going to be like, is she even married? No, I'm not married. Right. I am like, I'm single. Um, I love talking about marriage. I Strong, love faithful Catholic T- men.
1: T- Take note.
2: Yeah, please. I love talking <laughs> about like, I love teaching about marriage when I was sacraments teacher. It was like one of my favorite things. And I love talking about how, I mean, I'm not married, but I know that it's hard and horrifying. And I, I mean, I've learned a lot from my from my friends and family and just mm-hmm. like seeing all that. Um, the lyrics of this song, it's the video, first of all, the official video of this really beautiful. song yes. is just their life. It starts with like images of their wedding and their kids and them on road trips. And it's just the day to day. Right. And I think sometimes when you look at uh, marriage, it's not the wedding day. It's every single day you have to choose to love your spouse. Right. Love is a choice. And every single Mm -hmm. day you have to choose to love your spouse. And there's two things that I love about this. One, it talks about marriage and it talks about like so it starts with all the colors fading. How did we get here? Loving, lazy. We've seen it before. Know how it happens. Tired and bored, wanting some actions, and it slips away, right? Like, I want magic. You know it's good when the ending's tragic. Weathered and true and good to the vows we said in our youth. Now they are allowed, buried in our veins. And then it starts going into, like, I lose you and you lose me. Either way, it won't be cheap. So it starts talking about, like, challenges. But then it's, and then this is the part that I'm like, ugh, like, I want to love you till it's devastating until the dirt cries and my grave is waiting. Mm. Is it even worth it? If there ain't heartbreak waiting, I want to love you till it's devastating. Right? Mm. Like, so a couple of things here, a lot of their songs have to do with their like relationship and their marriage. Um, I don't know if i much, you know, about their relationship, but they met at church. He was there with another woman. He saw her. She, he was like, really enamored by her but he was literally there with someone else um and she thought that he was like a like a player and didn't they didn't speak for 4 years mm-hmm. like she was like he tried talking to her and she just shut him down right like and so the the song first try is all about like the beginnings of their relationship mm-hmm. and kind of like how it started and um so you see like the challenge and all these different things uh, but at the end of the day it's, it really focuses on Like marriage should be until like, you know, that you've made it. And we talked about this, right? Like marriage is till death do you part. The goal of marriage is to get your spouse to heaven, but marriage doesn't exist in heaven because you won't need it. Right. Um, and so this beauty of like, I want to love you until the absolute end until I can't anymore until it's devastating. And so, and, but also addressing the fear that comes with love, um, I often talk about this. My my sister was in an abusive relationship for many years. And so for me, um, the topic of love is something that like the Lord had to do a lot of work on because mm. you can associate love with abuse or love with yeah. pain or love with um, a lot of difficult things. And so it's vulnerability is very hard and can be very daunting. And no one likes vulnerability, but you need because vulnerability means that you can get hurt. Yeah. But without vulnerability, there is no love. Without vulnerability, there there's no authentic relationships or truth. Um, and so, I love that line. That's like, yeah, like, even if it is, it even worth it if there ain't heartbreak waiting. Like, yeah, if you really love someone, there's gonna be heartbreak at certain parts. Um, yeah. And you can still choose to love this person. You can still choose to move forward.
1: You know? I, I once heard somebody say that when you're choosing someone to spend your life with you're choosing someone you're choosing who will hurt you the most
0: mm. basically
1: in, in in some way not not that you should not that again not not to justify abuse or to um, yeah of course mini, minimize yeah. abuse but yeah. because you are so vulnerable in yeah. a marriage that yeah. there is there is real hurt and yeah. is this a person that we can work through this together mm-hmm. where like, I know mm-hmm. I'm going to hurt you. I know you're going to hurt me, but I'm still yeah. going to cling to you and yeah. you're still going to cling to me and we're going to yeah. come out stronger. The other side, my, uh, the priest, that's my spiritual director and, and married us. He had done a fair amount of counseling and he said that one of the things that they've studied about married couples, they studied like couples that got divorced and couples that stayed together and were happily married. He said there, if you looked at the amount that they fought, it wasn't oh. like the, the couples that broke up, they didn't fight more. They mm-hmm. fought about the same amount,
0: mm-hmm. but it was
1: the way that they fought
0: mm-hmm. is
1: what did mm-hmm. they fight me against you? Yeah. I'm gonna win, you're gonna win, because then somebody loses, yeah. or did they fight mm-hmm. you and me against the problem? Yeah. Are we on the same team here? Yeah. And what I've discovered in my own marriage is if you have that perspective and you fight that way, which I mean mm-hmm. everyone everyone fights against each other sometimes. Yeah. I think it's just human nature. Yeah. But yeah. the more you're able to Turn and face the problem on the same team. Then when you conquer that problem, it actually makes your marriage stronger. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there are things now with my wife and I, that in the first couple years of our marriage, if we argued about or fought about, it would have like really troubled both of us because- It was so fresh. It was like, oh, what does this mean that we're fighting about this? But now when we fight about it, we're like, yeah, we'll get past this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't really bother us in the same way. Yeah. And some of the even bigger challenges that we come up against, it's like, I have confidence that we're going to get through this and we're going to mm-hmm. get through it together because mm-hmm. we've done this before. We've mm-hmm. done things mm-hmm. like this before mm-hmm. where we face challenges, we face it together. And even though I have bad days and she has bad days, and there's some days where I kind of need to be like, oh, yeah. she's having a hard time. I kind of need to carry things. Or she says, he's having a hard time. I kind of need to carry mm-hmm. things. Like, we know... That that we're dependable and we can rely on each other. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah,
1: I also love what you said about uh, that marriage is a glimpse of heaven. And there's a, another one of their songs called "Touching Heaven," which is also yeah. about love. And it says, yeah. "I'm not just waiting for skies to part. You've been my glimpse of the kingdom right from the start. You've got me yeah. touching heaven." And yeah. this is a really interesting Christian perspective on marriage. It very much fits with our Catholic understanding and, and John Paul II's theology of the body yeah. because the secular world kind of sees romantic love as the end all and be all in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways. And like, that's Mm -hmm. the way you find real happiness. Uh, and that, you know, you're going to be together forever, forever, forever. And for Christians, you are going to be together forever, but not because you're married, but because you're in heaven, right? Marriage is till death do us part. It's for this life to give us a glimpse of the next life. But Jesus says to the Sadducees, when they ask him about the resurrection, he says in the next life, they don't marry and they're not given in marriage. Like marriage is a glimpse of yep. the sort Perfect. of intense communion in vulnerability and intimacy mm-hmm. that we'll have with mm-hmm. God in the communion of the saints and the beatific vision is what they call it yep. and so as awesome as a marriage can be in this life like that's just like a tiny fraction a tiny glimpse and that of what our communion with God and yeah. the church will and be that's like in the,
2: the interesting so. part especially with you know touching heaven and devastating you know in a sacramental marriage the main difference right like three people are involved in a sacramental marriage in a marriage God needs to be first. So, Mike, you're married, but God still needs to go before your wife, right? So it's like God first. And because God is first, and I always tell people, it's not fair to think that another human being is going to complete you fully and to put that pressure on another human being. It's because they're flawed and they have issues and it's just not fair, right? But like, if God is first and he is your first spouse and forever spouse, then you're able to love your earthly spouse more. And so when I first heard the song, Devastating, I knew it was about marriage. Um, But I, I mean, I sang that song a lot and made it a prayer to the Lord. Like, I want to love the Lord until it's devastating. Um, Until, I want to love the Lord until like my, I mean, the... (laughs) the thing that line that says like ring on my finger tag on my toes that means we've made it like
1: that's such a good image like uh, I us tell you in 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 like writing classes show don't tell like in creative writing it's Um, so good like (laughs) like, you can imagine like the cadaver laying there he's got the wedding ring on and then he's got like the tag on his toe (laughs) yeah but i think
2: i think when i when i think about this like whether i get married or not to a person like an earthly person like god is my first and forever spouse and yeah you know, following the Lord isn't always easy and you have hard moments and you have challenging moments and it's hard, you know, but like, Lord, like I want to love you. And so it's devastating. I want to love you. And so my, I'm dirt and I want to love you. I mean, think about, I mean, and and I think about like Ash Wednesday, like you are dust and dust you shall return like Genesis. Mm -hmm. Like I, I saw this song, not just from marriage, but also like our relationship with the Lord of being able to love him until we die and like yeah. giving him every single bit of us that we can, you know? So,
1: and the times so, in my marriage where I don't keep God first, like front and center, I don't have like good prayer time. And yeah, like, that's, that's the times when I'm like most anxious and like <laughs> annoying my wife the most. Cause I do put more stuff on her yeah. and, and same vice versa. Yeah. And there's an, another Johnny swim song, uh, rescue you.
0: Yeah. You know this
1: one. And it's, yeah. that's exactly what it's about. Yeah.
0: Um, my love can't rescue, can't make your mountains move, won't make your desert bloom the way you want it to. And my love can't heal the scars you've carved in your own heart. My love can't rescue the way you want it to, not the way you want it to.
1: Have some lyrics here it says you drew me up to your tower lured by the fame of your spell a hero's kiss with no power tried to bring you back to life and failed i don't know why i keep trying and trying again and i know i'm never gonna win my love can't rescue you can't mm-hmm. make the mountains move won't make your desert bloom the way you want it to
0: mm-hmm. my love
1: can't heal the scars you've carved in your own heart my love can't rescue you the way you want it to not the way you want it to but so it's basically saying like look like, come what on what you're looking <laughs> to me for like <laughs> i'm not god like you you got some some own wounds and like and i whether, can help you
2: whether but. you're married or not like there are people in your life that i think sometimes we think that they're going to be the rescuer and no yeah. one can do that like no, yeah. no human can fully do that you know and oh yeah that song was so beautiful i'm happy brother it that really is
1: up. Yeah, and not, and you're supposed to be, like it says in Genesis, Adam and Eve, are like they call them helpers, right? Yeah. Like it, Eve yeah. is given to Adam as his helper. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to help each other, mm-hmm. but you can't really save each other, you know? And sometimes that helpmate is, is all you need. On, on this show, I've talked um, a bit with my wife, Maddie, about like she had some rough years, you know, yeah. back at her young adult mm-hmm. years and um, meeting me and like just kind of our relationship and our friends, like- that helped her kind of sort some things out, but like, Mm -hmm. ultimately it was her faith in God that really helped her kind of leave some old ways behind and pick up some new ways. Like it wasn't me, like I didn't rescue her. It was really her faith. And that's what led her to a situation where we could meet and even have a relationship. Like we say all the time, you know, if we had met a few years earlier, we probably wouldn't have been interested in each other just because where we were in life. And so like, yes, uh, your partner is supposed to give you that glimpse of heaven and help you, but they can't rescue you, <laughs> you know, and they, think, they're not your savior. Yeah. I think
2: that's like the beauty of, I mean, I could go off about 20,000 reasons why I love Johnny swim, but uh-huh. it's like, um, I think two things, like one, it points that every single relationship or friendship or family, everyone that you're surrounding yourself with should be people that bring out the best in you and that mm-hmm. help you heal. Um, it shows in their lyrics, in the ways that they like, create music in the ways that they are that we need to be real about the areas that we need to assistance with and be real about the areas that we've been hurt and be real about our struggles and to allow these people in, right? To not be afraid of vulnerability. And also like my love can't rescue you. Like like only the Lord in their lyrics, they always point to like only the Lord can do certain things. And yeah. um it's such a beautiful thing to Bring it to the Lord and to, to do those things and to shine light on those things so that we can be diamonds, you know? Yeah. So
1: exactly. And that that it's it. making me think of that first song you mentioned, Home, mm-hmm. where it's it's it talks about all these situations of where people are abandoned or abused, and what we're really all longing for is this home. And yep, that's like their that's, big hitter. That song God. is
2: the one everyone yeah. always knows it because of Chip and Joanna Gaines. Which fun fact? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know Chip and Joanna Gaines. I knew them because of Johnny Swims. So, like,
0: yeah, cool. <laughs> I went
2: to Magnolia recently to do an <laughs> event, and everyone's like Chip and Joanna. I was like, oh my gosh, Johnny swim performed here. <laughs> I
0: don't care.
2: But that song awesome. is like i need me some home right like and and yeah. what is what is home
0: love yeah. me
1: some home yeah it's <laughs> so, such a good song that's so yeah. good
2: guys let's go listen to johnny swim go right now. listen
1: to johnny swim. they're so it's, good i yeah. still
2: haven't seen them in concert i was supposed to see them and then COVID hit and it got canceled
1: they would be um, a great band to get for like the focus conference or see oh my so they, goodness
2: they would be so good for that yes they played yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. okay I'm going to yeah. make some, right. that's a good idea. Let's
1: manifest that out into the universe. I, Pray I, for that, I already, I already yeah. said
2: it. Chica always rubs it in my face because she lives in California. So she's seen uh-huh. them like a bunch of times oh, and I'm so a- annoyed by her. <laughs> um, But one day I will, I'm just going to fly out and just go to one of their concerts. Uh, that'll be
1: great. Yeah. All right. Well, I told my listeners that at the beginning of the show, we would leave them with some tangible ways to find God's love and live the gospel in their own life. So, uh, Everything that we've talked about, all the conversations we've had, what's your one takeaway from this conversation that you would leave our listeners with? And I, I can go first if you want.
2: Mm, yeah, go first. I can think.
1: All right. So I think for me, just that idea that love should be devastating, like love's mm. going to hurt, love is going to mm. wound. And first and foremost, our love is for god i think so mm. often we spend our lives especially as americans we spend our lives trying to avoid pain trying to avoid suffering and the beauty of christianity the beauty of the cross is that our suffering yeah even though it's unavail it's unavoidable it has meaning like mm-hmm. our suffering really like redeems us and purifies us and that's what helps the diamond inside us to to, to break out of the dirt in the muck
0: mm-hmm. so uh If I'm going
1: through some suffering and listeners, if you're going through some suffering to really take that to the Lord, pour out your heart at his feet and, you know, let, let Mm. it, let it devastate you, but let it lead you deeper into intimacy and vulnerability with him.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. The first thing in my mind was like, let yourself be loved. Um, Mm. So like allow yourself to do that and. I think all of us have like certain areas in our hearts and in our minds and in our past. It's like, do not enter. And it's so full of shame and so full of like, don't go here. yeah. Like let, 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 let the Lord into those areas. He's already, he's God. Like you can't hide from him. Sorry. Um. Like he already knows. So just let him get into those areas and let yourself be loved and let yourself be transformed by love. And I know that sounds cheesy, but um, when you let your, the Lord into those areas, you can recognize the lies, and you can you can bring all of that out into out of like the darkness. And once it's in the light, it has no hold on you, Amen. and so it can be healed and and transformed. And when it's transformed, you know, Sister Miraway says like hurt people, hurt people, right? Like hmm. um, love that is not, she always says love that is not transformed is transmitted. I mean, sorry, a hurt that is not transformed is transmitted is what she says. Um, and so if it's not like by allowing ourselves to be transformed by the love by allowing ourselves to be healed then the ways that we encounter other people will also be transformed and then we have like a whole restoration of the whole culture of the world the end go change the world people the world. <laughs> that sounds awesome. so cheesy but like
1: it's true though it's super true. I mean
2: really like just you know <laughs> know your worth know you're loved and then love others amen the yeah. end
1: well, Mari, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom <laughs> and your story with us. And I hope one, one of these conferences or one events, of these you know, maybe we'll I'll, I'll, be, I'll be doing music or we'll be speaking together or something like that. That'll we'll be actually awesome. get to actually talking. You're real in Miami. Life, let me know. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Would you uh, close us in prayer and listeners, wherever you are, just take a moment to pause and let's place our hearts before the Lord? Absolutely.
2: In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. God, thank you for the time to be able to celebrate and to be able to dive in. Thank you for the ways that you work through people's gifts of music and song and creativity. Thank you for the ways that you place the desire in our hearts and that it's evident through these things. During this Easter season, we continue to dive into the joy of the resurrection. We claim the victory that you have over sin and darkness and all things that are evil. And we claim your freedom and we claim your joy. Help us to live in that joy, Lord. Help us to know that we are loved, seen, and known by you. And help us to go out and make a difference just by simply being the men and women that you have created us to be. Jesus, we love you. And so it's devastating. Lord, help us to love you more. Amen.
1: Amen. That's a, that's a deep prayer. Claim your freedom. I love that. Yeah. Very Easter, good. baby.
2: Good. We're still in Easter. It's, not over. An
1: Easter.
0: Very it's good. not over. It's not over.
1: It's not over. Marty, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Mari, for being with us. Thank you, listeners, for being with us. If something that we said touched your heart, if you're thinking of somebody like, oh, this would be a good message for them to hear. Or just, you know, somebody who loves Johnny Swim or would be into what we've talked about, I really encourage you to send them this episode. Send them the YouTube link or take a screenshot of the podcast and send it to them. That's really how our show grows and how we're able to reach people. So I'd really appreciate it if you just share this with one person. Person, And if you really want to help us out here at Awaken Catholic and all the shows that we produce here, you can go to popculturecatechism.com and become a patron. You can choose from one of several giving levels, all of which come with perks and exclusive content, and you get access to all sorts of things depending on what level you give out. So pick something that fits your tithe, fits your monthly budget, and us out that's how we're able to keep producing shows like this also i want to tell you about Store. all of the merch with hoodies and mugs and t-shirts it's really cool designs that the awaken team has come up with and 100 of that benefits awaken catholic last thing i want to tell you about is the awaken catholic app which is getting a, a new update and all sorts of fun things are happening with that. So uh, it's a free app, but it also is how you get access to exclusive content and so forth. So definitely download that app because it has prayer libraries, Christian music, lots of cool stuff, and it's going to have even cooler stuff in the coming months. So listeners, thank you so much. Oh, I need to thank my patrons. Patrons. Thank you so much for supporting this show, and especially I want to thank Carl and Melissa Gore, Lisa and Bob Tenney, Stephen and Maggie Hubbard, Tom and Emily Cambariati, and Darlene and Jay McCaffrey. Thank you so, so much. And if you want to become a patron, go to popculturecatechism.com. Listeners, we love you so much. Jesus loves you more. We will see you next time.